Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, what you watching? What are you watching on the TV? Uh, or on your streaming channels? Uh, what you watching? 651-641-1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. What you watching, Bradley? Why are we asking? Well, because it's time to watch something new. I uh, am not currently... Well, there are a couple shows that I watched that Jamie and I watched together, but... We can only watch those when we're together, and that's not all the time. So I need shows in between to watch. Are you guys watching Squid Game together? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Squid Game and then Great British Bake Off, of course, um, or Great British Baking Show. It's just Great British Bake Off, whatever. Um, so I thought, it. I just, I need some ideas, 651-641-1071. What are the things that I can just go ahead and binge um, that are new and different and don't, you know, so like, I don't need the Sopranos. I, I know those are all out there and I should be watching them, but, um, like the new stuff that's out there, like what's, 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 what's popping? What's popping? Yeah. What are the kids watching these days? Actually, I probably don't want to watch what the kids are watching, no. but anyway, I they would love don't. to take your suggestions. We'd like to do this every once in a while on our program because there's always something new. Well, and we're going into the dark season. Yeah, and where we've got a lot of couch time. Yeah, part of the huga. Is that how you say it? Pronounce it? Huga. Huga is uh, getting cozy on your couch with a nice blanket and just yeah. warming yourself. Yeah, exactly. In front of the television. 651-641-1071. What you watching? We've got Jeannie on the line. Hello, Jeannie. Jeannie, what you watching? Yeah. What I'm watching is, and I thought of you guys because you just raised the money for the science um, program. It's called um, Impossible Bake on Netflix. Oh, what's that about? It combines, they team up and they're complete strangers. An engineer, like one of the women worked for NASA, and a baconer, a person who bakes. So they team up an engineer and a baker. Did you say baconer? I yeah. love that. My God, I love that because yep. I thought you said bacon, like baconier, like somebody yep. who makes bacon, and I just wanted that job. Sorry. Yep, they crowned the the, the world's um, best baconier. So they have people who they bake, like they made a cake that the person who's an engineer they had to have a model where the whole entire outfit she wore was was edible. Oh, oh that's combined, great. They made a, a cool. mini a putt-putt course with all cake and all engineering. So it combines engineering, science, with um, baking. And it's beyond fascinating. I mean, these people are brilliant. And they are they don't know these. The teams just, they don't know each other. They get matched oh, up. Oh, that's amazing. So you get to see the chemistry between the two of them, and you get to see the phenomenal cakes that they're making so thank you this must be new because i have not seen this pop up yet in my feed october it it's says on, it's it's in um it's in on netflix i've got my sister i've got so many people watching it um i'm obsessed with it awesome. i watch the british bake-off i watch all the holiday shows the baking shows yeah, but this yeah. show it's just 
amazing what it. they can bake and incorporate engineering with baking. And then, yeah, you, you get the bacon here at the end. So, and um, FYI, it's Baking Impossible on Netflix, it looks oh, like. Oh, is that what it's called? What yeah. did I yeah. say? You said Impossible Baking, but... Close enough. You were close. Okay. We, you yeah, know. yeah, I watched... I watch so many of them, but yeah, okay, yeah, that it's it's so good, Jeannie. Thank no, you. No, I appreciate for this. that, Jeannie. We will definitely be adding that to our list. Yeah, this is a this will be a good one at our house too. You know what this kind of reminds me of? Because um, you have Discovery Plus, right? Yeah. I don't know if you'd get super excited about this, but it is sort of fun in the same way. It's like background TV, but interesting background yeah. TV. It's called Cake Alikes, oh. where there are three teams. And they, they're challenged to literally bake a life-size cake that huh. looks like a celebrity. Okay. And it's hilarious. Because no, it inevitably, by the end, like, a boob is falling off the celebrity or whatever. Oh, but, and then they have somebody come and judge it yeah. who's representative of the celebrity. And it's just... It's hilariously funny. No, but that's it, Discovery Plus. It kind of reminds me of this, but yeah. this looks like not as uh, bad. Meaning, like the they are doing amazing things. Yeah, that aren't. It's that one is kind of a cross between nailed it and this. Uh, let's go to Allison. Hi, Allison. Hi, Allison. Allison, what you watching? What you? Hi, guys. First of all, super disturbing about Jared Leto. Man, right? Yeah, right. Really yeah, threw me off. Gross. For a second. Um, but are you guys watching you on my, uh, are, yes. on, my are on Netflix? No. What's you? Oh, it is so good. It is Penn. Badgley. Uh, from, yes. From Gossip Girl. Oh, he's so cute. Yes. It well, is, is so, he? Because he's very disturbing in this show. He is. He is. But it's kind of one of those shows where you, you love him. Yeah. What's it you about? Like, kind of like Dexter. Well, he's kind of a serial killer. Oh, but kind of. Kind you of, either are, honey, or you're not. <laughs> he does it for good reasons. Okay. Or right. justified. So, he believes they're justified reasons. Right, right. Yeah. Justified. That That's a much better term. Yes, justified reasons. Yeah, it's it's really good. Okay. I am... Uh, there's been three seasons. I'm halfway through the very last episode, and I can't wait for my son to take a nap. Yes. So I, can finish it. <laughs> I hear you, because that is not one that you want small people in the room for. Absolutely For not. a number of reasons, not just the <laughs> yeah. murder piece, but there's like a lot of like real sexy sex oh, in it, too. Oh, okay. sexy sex and language. Yes. And a lot all of the, And Scott Speedman, which like sign me things. up for that. Thank you, Allison. Um, yeah, I've watched that one where I'm, we just started the third season. Season. And it used to not be on Netflix. Now I can't remember where it started, but then it moved to you Netflix. Can get it on Netflix now. Uh, now it's all on Netflix, and okay. it is—it's disturbing. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, you, you, just you, Y O U. Yep. Let's right. go to Brooke. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Brooke. What you watching? Have you guys watched Sex Education on Netflix? Okay. No, I have not. I haven't watched this one yet. Why do you? Oh my god. Why do you okay. like it? Well, first of all, I started watching it because Jillian Anderson yep. loves, and she does a British accent, which she does the best British oh. accent of any American. Well, do you know why that is, Brooke? Bradley will tell no you. Why? Well, because she actually lived for a time in the UK. She was born here, but raised in the UK for a period of time until she was a teenager, I think. I did not know that. Yeah. So she's kind of like accent bilingual. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Well, she kills it. And so it's basically about a high school kid and his mom is Jillian Anderson, and she's a sex therapist in England, which is hilarious on its own. 
And he starts doing sex therapy sessions with kids in his high school. Oh my God. That's And so it it just, it, and it's so uh, positive about sex and the LBGTQIA plus community. Awesome. And it's just, I think every parent should watch with their kid. And it's just so, I I learn stuff. I love that. About sex and life and everything. So. Awesome. How many, Thanks, Brooke. And, and that's where again, Brooke? It's on Netflix, Netflix. And there's three seasons. I burned through three seasons in like three weeks. So. All right. Awesome. Thanks. You know, Thank I you. just started hearing about that this year. So I'm shocked that there's three seasons. I had no idea. Yeah. In fact, I think this is the last season or something. I remember an interview with Jillian Anderson, and uh, this was the show, one of the shows that she talked about. And she's wrapping it up. Yeah. Uh, let's, I want to make sure we get to Margaret. Hi, Margaret. Margaret, what are you watching? Well, hi, guys. I am watching Made, and I know there's been a lot of hype about it, but I have to say I have loved, A, the soundtrack, B, the way they've done it, yeah. the emotions, the content. It was just freaking awesome. I loved it. Right, this and- is one that I that you're just starting to hear a lot of people really rave about. Yeah. I was skeptical, right? I don't want to jump on the bandwagon. Right. But my husband and I watched it, and I think it was just so well done in so many ways, and the compassion you have for different people in different walks of life. Which and we I could all say, use right now. Out before you let me go, Brad, I am so excited you went to my home country of Bermuda, and they retreated you right, and you enjoyed it, because that makes my heart so Oh, happy. my gosh. We had the best time in Bermuda. And, you know, to be able to have the best time ever in the midst of all the stuff we've been going yeah. through is a, is no small thing. So you are... You should feel absolutely proud of your island. I'm proud that they treated you right because we have a bad history with in the LGBT community. And to know that you were there and enjoyed the beauty of the island, that makes me oh, happy. Oh, we had a blast. Although we did get shamed for doing one thing, but uh-huh. you would probably shame us for doing this. Uh-oh. On, on Horseshoe Bay, yeah, we were on, beach. which is like literally one of the most beautiful beaches in the world, I'm told. But from the Number beaches I've, I've been to, it's certainly one of the best. We were on the, uh, I think it would be, oh, I don't know what side, but anyway, there's a side with a bunch of rocks and we went to that area and they were like, don't ever do that because you'll end up getting hurt on the rocks. But we were fine. That's so funny. There was just you know a lot I'm, of shade over there. So that's why we went I'm over there. I was worried you were going to say that you got shamed because you didn't wear a shirt somewhere because they're very proper. A lot of the British origins come over and there's certain etiquettes everywhere, but I just think that beach was where I spent my weekends growing up oh, with my girlfriends my and God. my guy friends. And I oh, lucky. I know. Oh, I love it, Thanks, Margaret. Guys. Thank, Thank you, you, Margaret. Call, Margaret. That was, that was sweet. awesome. And lucky her to have grown yeah, up on oh such a beautiful place. I can't even believe place. it. Why is she here? Right. I should have asked. Like, Sorry. Sorry about Why are you here, Margaret? Go home. Sorry about this view. <laughs> um, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh man, you guys, you might think that there's a scenario in which we can get rid of Scott Disick. No. There's not. Nope, sadly. And Bradley's going to yeah, give us yeah. the evidence of that when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Scott Disick is a part of our life forever, whether we like it or not. Get used to it. It's time on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Bradley, why do we have to have him forever? Well, we don't have okay. to have him forever, but I will say that there is further proof that Scott was, is, and will always remain on the Kardashian payroll. Why? Mm. Well, we'll get to that, but apparently he has a delightful relationship right now with Chris and Chloe. Not so much with Courtney because, you know, she's with the new man. Mm. Um, 
Also, he got a big fat paycheck to stay on this uh, new Hulu series that they're doing. So I know all of this, of course, because of some exclusives over at Us Weekly. And the first one is, uh, oops, I opened the wrong one. Here we go. The first one is how Scott Disick is maintaining relationships with Kris Jenner and Khloe Kardashian amid problems with Courtney. And what ensues, of course, is an exclusive. And what does an exclusive usually mean? It means the call is coming from inside the house. Yeah. So somebody is telling us weekly things like the only one he's been having problems with is Courtney. Mm. Well, I mean, are you surprised that's the mother of his children? Mm-hmm. So, and she's like, why would he have a problem with his boss, Chris Jenner? Yeah, and and she's busy like air humping another man out in the world. So, uh, he's always been close to Chris, quote unquote, says the source. He truly thinks of her as a second mom. He's also very close to Chloe. You know, the Kardashians will always be family to him. What's really got him riled up, so so far it sounds like to me, uh, Scott Disick's people are the ones writing this detail. Right, and who are their pe- his people? Like, Chris Jenner's probably his people. Yes, yes, yes. But even if not directly his people, certainly people who have his interests, yeah. right? These people, whoever it is, these are the people that have his interests at heart. Yeah. Quote, what's really got him riled up is the effect Travis and Courtney's relationship is having on his relationship with Courtney. He's trying to be the best parent he can be for their kids and make it work. But he's having problems now with Courtney. Okay. Right. What that is, is setting the stage for... The next season of yeah, whatever right, we're going like to watch whatever, on Hulu. Whatever their Hulu series yeah. is. Oh, we're going to have conflict between... We are. Here's what we already know. We're going to see Kim's marriage dissolve. We're going to see a burgeoning relationship with her and Pete Davidson. We're going to see uh, Courtney getting engaged. We're going to find out whether or not Chloe is with uh, Tristan or not. And now we know Scott Disick will be having a meltdown. Yeah, Scott Disick will be having issues with Courtney, right? But he will be doing so under the lens of their new Hulu series, right. which we are also aware of because of the second article and exclusive. Now, I wonder if these, I just want to look and see if these were written by the same people. Yes. Oh, look oh, at this that. This person's beat is Scott Disick. Um, how Scott Disick is maintaining relationships with Kris Jenner and Chloe amid... No, I read that one. Sorry. In Scott Disick, here's the other exclusive. Scott Disick was offered an outrageous amount of money to film the upcoming Kardashian. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasts podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Ashian's Hulu show. Now, at first glance, that sounds like a headline that's like, ooh, 
Scott Disick got an outrageous yeah. amount of money. Like, wow, that's a lot. So according to Juicy. Juicy, he got paid a lot and blah, blah, blah. So at first, it's great for him. But then you got to think about this. This sounds like to me, and if we go to what the source actually, actually is saying, the Kardashian family continues to film their upcoming Hulu series. The insider notes that Disick was only going to participate if he got paid a lot. Mm. And subsequently, he's been following the rules. The reality star, with uh, which the famous family announced after the end of Keeping Up With the reality series, rather, will explore Kim's new law career, Courtney's relationship with Travis Barker, and more. But the flip it like Disick star who shares Mason, Penelope, Rain, and Courtney uh, with Courtney previously made headlines for his comments about a bunch of. Oh, they're just going through the thing. My point was from this is this particular article about this exclusive in Us Weekly is really just trying to make Scott look, again, I think this is coming from Scott's people, like he held out for a lot of money right. and was not going to go on the show until he got his big payoff. Right. When at the end of the day, like, Scott, what other paycheck are you going to get? Right. That would be even you anywhere near that. what they offered that. you right. because this is the way that you continue to pay the bills. Right. Now, you have to spin that as like, I'm only going to show up for a certain amount of money. I'll walk. Because well, here's, but will you walk? Because I don't know what else you are in the world that was if gonna, not a, attached to the Kardashians. That was going to be my question because I don't know enough about Scott Disick to understand where the bleep he came from, <laughs> right? Like, I know he has to be some sort of socialite, right? Because I don't know what else He's, would he be. I think an entrepreneur... And a real estate What he's guy. really good at doing is taking money from the Kardashians, yeah. and he will continue yeah. to do that on the upcoming season of their Hulu series. Can't wait. Mark our words. Just can't really wait. Really just mark their words, because they're the ones telling us this. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them. Zemez! Yes, after this on My Talk 1071. Hey, uh, you watched Ted Lasso? Celebrities behaving badly. We do love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. And we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. That name is... D-Bag! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. It's a little gooper scoopery. Oh, okay. What's uh, Gwyneth Paltrow doing? Oh my gosh. Okay, so listen, she she went on Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. And was talking about her all of her sex stuff on her Netflix show oh, and her Goop gift guide, and you know Fun. she's like leaning really hard into this sex stuff. Yeah. Which I'm not like. Listen, sex has been around since people. And it's going to be around if there's going to be people. In the words of my good friend, George Michael, sex is natural. Sex is fun. Not everybody does it. Not everybody should. I don't think that's actually what he said. But but everybody should. But I don't think they should. Sex is fun. Sex is good. Not everybody does it. But everybody should. I don't know, though, that everybody should. Anyway. (laughs) Well, Gwyneth Paltrow thinks everybody should. And not only should you be doing it. You should also be buying her products to help enhance it. Yeah, of course, because that's the thing. Your sex is broken. Fix your sex with 
three easy payments of thirty nine ninety five. Which uh, I don't even get me started with that whole messaging of like your sex is broken and so you need the Wolverine claw. Oh yeah, that thing. That was that weird thing where you're supposed to like stroke your partner with a claw. Okay, so no she thanks. She brought it on Jimmy oh, Kimmel Live. I bet that wasn't awkward at she all. She clawed him. Also, can we just talk about like I don't know what weird thing it says about gender in our world, but like if a dude showed up and was like, "Look at my sex toys," we'd all be a little ooked out, right? So I don't know why Gwyneth. I mean, maybe that's I don't I don't know what that says. That could be for a good reason. I don't know. I'm just saying it's weird to me that grown ass Gwyneth Paltrow shows up with sex toys and nobody's like, um. And start scraping this, Jimmy Kimmel's oh, leg with it. Kind of awkward. And it's, yes, and we're all supposed to go, oh, hmm. Like, hey, pretty lady, let me stroke your leg with my toy. What? Yeah, it's interesting, Bradley, that you bring up that point because there are other celebrities that are selling sex toys right now. That's the thing. Mm. Yeah. Demi Lovato just came out with a sex toy. Yeah. Dakota Johnson. Who Does it bought, talk to aliens? Uh, probably. It probably actually is an a form of alien genitalia. <laughs> what now did you say Dakota Johnson? It took her this long to come out with a sex toy? Yeah, Dakota Johnson, who is goop adjacent. Please tell me that the name of her sex toy is Dakota's Johnson. Missed opportunity. Oh man. <laughs> Bradley, you should communicate that yeah, to her. I mean I don't think she'd probably like <laughs> I think she's selling backdoor plugs. Okay. Great. I mean, that makes sense. Like, but again, that well, makes I, sense. Well, no, because you guys haven't seen Fifty Shades of Grey. No, that is correct. So she starred in that, and I feel like. But what I'm saying is, this was about six beats too late. Yeah, like she should have been packaging that stuff, and you know, making it rain when Fifty Shades of Grey was big. Yeah, no, I could see that. Um. Anyway, I just, I don't know. Listen, like, have sex however you want. I don't care. Congratulations. If you need a Wolverine claw, by all means, get one. I think you could probably fashion one at home. All I'm trying to say is don't give Gwyneth Paltrow your money. Yeah, yeah. just get a packet of Bix. Yeah. And put them between sure. your fingers. Like or like, pens. I don't know, like oh, plastic yeah, knives. Yeah. Like, there's uh, so people have been. Or, I don't know. Doing just do what the rest from- of us do and take your pants off and get on with it already. <laughs> I'm not saying that the toys aren't great. I'm not saying that. What I am saying, though, is I, I don't, you can have sex <laughs> without toys. And, that, and you're fine. Hands. It's all fine. Let me dust off the toys. Got the, time for that. The problem is the messaging of, like, your sex is broken and yeah. this claw is going to fix it for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, for, as you said, Bradley, three easy payments of X, Y, and Z. Like, you're fine. You're fine. If you keep experimenting, you'll find great things that'll work just super lovely for you. And you don't need to line the pockets of Gwyneth Paltrow. Use them. Anything can be a sex toy if you try hard enough. It's so true. (sighs) That's scary. Bradley? Hmm. Who's your D-bag? Thank you. I'm Holly. This is an audio experience. And I put the... Uh, appropriate link about nine seconds in underneath the original link. Thank you. So if you start from there, uh, this will explain why my D-bag today is Dr. Phil. Now, what you're about to hear is Dr. Phil arriving on something called Daily Pop of Love, mm-hmm. wherein Dr. Phil joins I the show. I don't want a Daily Pop of Love with Daily Dr. Pop Phil. Daily Pop of Love. Well, thank you. It's very, it's very um, 
my talkie in the way. I mean, it's pop culture talk. Okay. Dr. Phil joins the show to weigh in on Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson's rumored romance. Great. Does he really think that Kim and Ye are totally over? Let's have a listen. I need to get your take on Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. Do you think they are dating or do you not think they are dating? Oh, I think they're dating. Oh, they oh, yes. As Mona would say, hooking up for headlines. Yeah. Hooking up yeah. for headlines or really, really dating? Well, you can do both, right? That doesn't mean you can't monetize your relationship. I love this man. <laughs> I mean, why not monetize your relationship? If it's you're going to be together anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's good for both Get of them, points. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've known Kim a long time. I just met Pete the other day. I was oh. shooting a special for Netflix with the Jones Brothers, and he was there. And I met him and talked to him. A nice, really nice guy. See, this is when you have real Okay, so stop it there. Now, there are two reasons he's my D-bag, and they might not be for the reason you're thinking. But the first reason, well, That he was here's talking in the first place? I was going to say, I think a lot of people know that we just like to poke at Dr. Phil, but he's over here doing something <laughs> interesting. Two reasons that I made him my D-bag. First is, thanks for stealing our shtick. Also, it's called a publationship, mm-hmm. Daily Pop of Love. Mm-hmm. Get with the program. Uh, it's a relationship for publicity. I marveled at his ability to actually figure that out and to sound quite actually normal mm-hmm. in saying like, who cares if they're like, they realize that publicity is, a, is you know, works for them, right? It pays yeah, the bills. Don't fully, fully stole our shtick. Yeah. Which fine. That's thank you, Dr. Phil. It's a Next compliment. Time give us a little it's credit. A compliment. I know we're the only ones who've ever thought of any of these ideas, but still. So that's number one, and that's a minor one. But number two, um, excuse me, can you play the last part of that tape, Holly? Oh, okay. Where should we start? Just, just somewhere towards the middle-ish, because I want to get to the second half of what he said. Uh, when he's talking about J-Lo and Ben? Uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Of the just tiny bit that we played. So maybe oh, okay. start about like 20 seconds in. Oh, okay. All right. So let's just go. We'll and this start. is again Dr. Phil talking about. I love this man. <laughs> <laughs> Why not monetize your relationship? If it's you're going to be together anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's good for both Get of them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've known Kim a long time. I just met Pete the other day. I was oh. shooting a special for Netflix with the Jones Brothers, and he was there. And I met him and talked to him. A nice, really nice guy. Okay, so, See, this is when he, so he just said that he talked to Pete Davidson and met him the other day. Mm-hmm. Anyone? You are on this uh, show to ask to answer the question whether you think these two are dating. Mm-hmm. Why didn't yeah, you ask we were right her? Right there with you, him. like literally, like we are all doing this thing mm-hmm. without any connection to the individuals we are discussing. You actually are connected to the person we're discussing. Yeah. Did and he talk about Kim Kardashian? Did you ask him whether or not he's dating Kim Kardashian? Also, I do just before we go on at Dr. Phil's expense, want to shout out Stephanie, who said the girl on the podcast talking is Dr. Phil's daughter-in-law. Mm-hmm. So oh. the host, I did. Well, that which must explains, be how he got on the show. Which explains why he's there. Right. But again, um, this is why this is all a big scam, because if any of this was real or worthy of being treated as real, people would be doing their homework. Dr. Phil literally talked to the guy that they're asking the question about, and he didn't say, like, hey, how's your relationship with Kim going? Okay, so it's really, um, it's kind of funny that I wish now I would have brought a different D-bag to the table, 
because I was going to bring for a very similar reason Emily Ratajkowski to the table because she also and this is what I think is interesting to your point about like they are leveraging people are leveraging this publicationship everywhere yeah. whether or not it's real does, is irrelevant yeah the amount of attention that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are getting for holding hands on a roller coaster at Camp Scary Place not scary farm that's what it's called is ridiculous it's worth a ton of money and emily ratajkowski explained to us why there is an allure to pete davidson and i was like girl i don't think we needed you to but she did anyway yeah and it's a similar thing where it's like why are we talking to dr phil about him and pete yeah that's free publicity for them and he said nothing Exactly. And he well, had the actual information. But and and the host is like, yeah, wow, just nailed it. And I'm like, okay, well, first of all, you just had this gentleman on. He gave you absolutely nothing other than his opinion, which by the way, that's an opinion. Oh, Lori is putting we her got, fingers up. We got a, a bit we got some big news. Do you want to oh, come in? Come do you want to come in and talk? I kind of feel like can, can you, you just get on come a in mic? and get on a mic because we so what are we I listeners? thought she was giving a a hand uh, a thumbs up to the How segment, great our show is! The segment we were just Be talking about. Tell. No, so Lori and Julia have just come in. This is a big deal. So for it those of you, so for those of you who don't know, while we're here doing a show talking about Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian, Important all of things. our colleagues were in another area eating tacos and waiting How for the, the presentation of a very, very prestigious award that we have been nominated for nine or eight or nine times. A lot. A lot. We are the Susan Lucci's. Yes. We are the Susan Lucci's of the Macaroni Awards. Just kidding. The Marconi Awards. Mm-hmm. This is huge. So tell us what just happened. It just, I mean, you know, we were the first one, you know, listed. They had a, you guys were on the screen. Julia, I can't remember. It was real quick and like it was six stations and then. The guy said, "Large market station of the year is KTMR." Oh my God, this is awesome! So, so what? So again, so my talk guys. was large market station of the year for yeah, two thousand and talk. It was just large market station. That's amazing. That is that is, that is amazing. I never saw talk up there. So, so this no. is not. A, so just really quickly for our listeners, that means we were going up against all the other large market radio stations of any kind, That's any right. format. Yeah. So this wasn't just like talk stations against talk stations. No, mm-hmm. we were up against all the stations. Mm-hmm. I believe this so. Is I believe huge. we're correct. Yeah, I think so, we are correct. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going with yeah, that. No, I trust everything you radio say. Radio station of the year. <laughs> Large market. Yeah. That's what I'm I'm looking mm-hmm. at the um It was so exciting because it's like Lori's like how many awards? So it's like an award show, but they usually do it in person, but because of everything they yeah. did it, they video screened it. So we all met all the different stations here and everybody because we've got, you know, Garage Logic yeah. nominated, Score North, KS ninety five. We're all in the conference room eating tacos and and we're like they mentioned our name and the whole room just erupted and stood up because just, we've, we've been we've been there we've been the bridesmaid, but we are the, bride. the susan lucci's yeah but not she anymore. did win after nine years i think 17 years oh god it was 17, it was 17 years before susan lucci oh my won. god that poor woman yeah, beat her but anyway no. it was yeah, you guys so hollywood I, you they guys. don't have headphones on oh, so they can't okay. hear you what were you gonna say i was just gonna clarify yeah this is all large market stations doesn't matter if it's talk adult yeah. contemporary yeah, yeah oh this is big you it's, guys I, I still have kind of goosebumps and we have other nominees in our family so hopefully um yeah we already took home some from markets and other um 
Great. Cities Great. For under the hot so our stations and other areas. Yeah. yeah, and other markets. That's awesome. So anyway, all right. We just had to bring <gasps> thank you. Thank you. No, I'm glad you did. Thank you so much. You did. Thank you both. Congrats to you guys. Thank you. To all of us. Yay. Oh, congrats. Back to your Back to our usual programming. I thought maybe you just wanted to come congratulate us for winning Bulldozer of the Year. Okay, well, we actually excavator of the year. Lori has really wanted to congratulate you. Oh, have you? We congratulate you on our show. You guys and your tight and his spatial thinking. And your tight corners. What happened? I thought it was so good until I had a tire. See, isn't this funny? Because the two people who drove the same machinery can appreciate what the other person was doing, you know? Because you how you lifted those tires up so quickly and got them in a pile. I mean, that's Listen, is an I pile art. things up a lot at my house. <laughs> that's we an just art. pile and pile and pile. Yeah, I know. Clean up, clean up. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Everybody everywhere. Yes. Everybody do your share. <laughs> Thank you guys so Thank much you for so stopping. Much. You guys are the best. I'm sure uh, you'll have more details for the listeners at the top of the show. Or not. She's like, or not. Or that was it. That's great. <laughs> Fine. Thanks for doing it here. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we do have a D-bag double down. Go figure. Oh, man, they are a... Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. And, uh, you know, sometimes we have some extra D bag and we have to put it somewhere and we need to deliver it to you in such a package as a D bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. <laughs> These thirsty ass bitches can't Whoa. stop. Rebel Wilson liking her fake boyfriend's Instagram thirst trap is not noteworthy, Daily Mail. And that's why the both of you are my D-bag double down for today. Mm, Mm. That's a twofer. Thirsty ass B-words. That's what I call you because you both need attention. And here's why. So I saw this story and, you know, we like to poke fun at our good friend Rebel Wilson, frequent guest of the program. Uh, We go way back. Mm -hmm. Um, And you'll remember she had a fake boyfriend at one... Oh, I shouldn't say that. She had a... Publationship. Publationship. Because mm-hmm. I don't know, they might have been doing it. Um, but you know how we like to deal with relationships uh, and ce- celebrity relationships as publicationships. Meaning, a celebrity will often use their relationship for publicity purposes. That's what we have assumed... Right. Well, actually, we don't assume. This is not something no. you have to admit. No. This, this is just something that is, and we've yeah. observed it. That said, they went their separate ways, and it was always very weird. So Rebel Wilson was dating a guy by the name of Jake Jacob P. Bush, mm-hmm. uh, heir, or I should say descendant of the Anheuser-Busch, Anheuser-Busch family. Mm-hmm. Uh... Yeah, I could go on. Anyway, so they they like hooked up and they seemed to have a very public relationship on Instagram. Oh, yeah. During the pandemic, which was weird because they were like traveling all over the world. And anyway, he was like, I mean, he's just a very attractive man. She is, of course, a, an attractive, successful woman who's just completed her year of health. Mm-hmm. And so it seemed to work perfectly where like at the peak of her health year, she, you know, falls madly in love uh, into the arms of this, you know, playboy She's looking for more jobs. He's rolling out an ice cream company. I mean, scratch each other's backs. Bada bing, bada boom. 
publationship. Exactly. But then they went their separate ways and it was always weird because mm-hmm. there was never anything really formal. It was just kind of like, hey, we're friends and stuff and bye now I'm going over here. Right. Like she rolled up at the uh, Super Bowl and was like living that single life. And that was literally yeah, the announcement. Didn't say anything and that was it. About ja- still follows Jacob. Jacob mm-hmm. still follows her. Well, if you go to their Instagram uh, or their uh, respective Instagrams, his particularly will start with he shared a photo for Halloween that was shirtless, and it came up in my feed because oddly I still follow him. I forgot to unfollow after. No, it's kind of fun to see what he's doing now that he's not with her. Right after their relationship went south, I just didn't unfollow, and it was like a shirtless, like he was sexy, uh, sexy skeleton, I think. Ooh, or sexy like zombie. Fa- I don't even know what the look is, but he had like some face paint. And he was shirtless, and his treasure trail was showing. Great. Okay, so that's a photo, and that happened. And I I don't know if you know this, but Rebel Wilson still follows him, and she liked the photo. Oh. What else did did she do? Was she like, hey, sexy? Or was she like, call me, let's get back together? But what else? She just liked his photo. And then the Daily Mail had to show up, Marta Jerry. For Daily Mail Australia. If indeed that is your real name. I don't even know. Friendly exes? Rebel Wilson shows appreciation for ex-boyfriend Jacob Bush's sultry shirtless selfie. And I'm like, what? Are you literally making a story about her liking his photo? There's no comment. There is nothing other than she clicked like, which I do like while I'm sitting on the toilet and I'm trying to just get through my feed. Like, I, I don't know about you when I like things. I don't spend a lot of time. I just go, that, yeah, like yeah. it. Yeah. Like, like. Sometimes I do like, it by accident. Like, Sometimes I'm, I'm like about to time, drop my phone and my finger hits it just right. And then I'm like, yeah, whoops. Oops, liked oh, well. it. Most of the time I just do it because then I'm like, I'm still here. So just, I, you deserve a like today. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. It'll make you happy. So, you know, I, I'm a giver that way. Um, I love that about you. I know. Uh, so she literally did the least thing possible. When you follow somebody on social media and the Daily Mail turns this into like, they're madly in love with one another. No, she liked his dumb photo and she's probably got like post Jacob Bush horny syndrome. (laughs) Like, and she saw his shirtless selfie and she was like, I used to have that or something. You know, like, I don't even know what it was. It could have just been like, again, she was on the toilet and was just scrolling mindlessly. But yet they're trying to make this entire thing a thing. And it's like, no, they weren't a thing in the beginning. We spent way too much time paying Mm -hmm. attention to them. And then they went their separate ways. And now you still want us. So it's like zombie, in this case appropriate, because it is Mm post-Halloween, zombie publationship. Like it's still alive long after the fact. But it's like dead alive. Uh, Like it's like echoes of alive. Should be dead. I will say, and also, can I just shame some? I gotta shame some of the commenters who are like, "Are you and Rebel Wilson still together?" No, you guys, no. Of course not. Come on, don't encourage. Yeah, let it be, man. Also, how sad is that? I'm gonna go encourage these people. Find something else to do. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is your favorite spread? Ooh, what? Yeah, like what do you like to spread on a cracker, on your toast? Oh, I thought you meant like some kind of weird lorry position. We'll talk.